So yeah, we're just going to go ahead and start the show. Uh, welcome everybody to the Dark Cast. This is our first part of our special E3 episodes where we will record immediately after each um, big conference and uh, kind of give you our thoughts on what we saw uh, in case you weren't able to watch it. And hopefully we can do it in a more timely manner, uh, especially with EA because they didn't really show anything. So this is going to be like half an hour. It's, this might is, be the shortest dark cast on recorded history. Yeah, except for that one episode, I think it was like episode two, where there wasn't an episode. Okay, uh, yes. That's probably the shortest right. one. That'll probably all, all, always hold that record. Yeah, but yeah. so I'm, in the last couple of years. Like, if we tried this, we could probably be done in 15 minutes. Yes. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so I'm your host, Jonathan. Joining me today is Joel. Ah, oh, I am so glad I did not drive the 60 miles to Los Angeles for what was utterly a behind the scenes of people working on video games press conference but we'll right? get to that oh we'll man that. oh it was it was bad it was bad so like i just want to start off by saying that like i i don't think this is technically the worst conference they've ever had uh, i think the one from two years ago in 2014 where it was literally just behind the scenes footage of everything um i, I think that one's still worse but Probably. yeah but in some ways, this one is, it's not technically worse, but comparatively, it's worse because they've had time to fix this. They, they did a little bit better last year. They've had two years of people complaining about it. They switched to a different venue, so technically this isn't at E3. This is at their, their own place. Uh, it's at a completely different time, so it's not like they have to worry about fitting in with the time schedule of the other conferences and, you know, causing people to miss those. Because last year, when it ran really long, and so people were late getting to Ubisoft, and that's, you know, never good. But, like, they, they made all these changes, and yet it was still god-awful, except for the first five minutes. So the, the show started off with Titanfall 2. Which, and, uh, to their dismay, had been leaked earlier yeah, this morning. The, the, the big announcement was leaked. Um, so they, they started off talking about the multiplayer, and they had kind of an in-game trailer uh, showing lots of explosions. Apparently there's going to be a grappling hook in this one, which looked pretty cool. Uh, and if, it, if you liked Titanfall multiplayer previously, it looks like this is going to be, you know, more of that, which... Yeah, the the game sold pretty well. People generally liked it, so I think that's a good thing. And then they talked about the uh, the single player, which that looked pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean, I might give that a shot. It it sounds kind of cool. It actually, there through the trailer, you've got actually one of the Titans appears to be talking to like Central Command or something like that. And uh, it guy sounds like he's doing his best Optimus Prime impersonation. Okay, I'm glad you said that because I, I was trying to think of what that reminded me of. At first, I was thinking like, um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, In a World, which was about like people who do voiceovers for movie trailers. I have not. I think that I've actually got that on my Netflix. Queue, okay, it's, it's not a great movie, it. but okay. it's a cool concept. <laughs> and the only reason it reminded me of it because the main guy in there is sounds very i wouldn't even be surprised if it was the voice actor doing the voice of that robot but yeah optimus prime uh yes that definitely getting some of those vibes as well yeah and then um the uh the like central command people ask him what his directives are and so he's saying he's got these directives that kind of sound like asimov's uh laws of robotics but yeah titanfall-esque 
Um, so you've basically got Optimus Prime quoting a version of the laws of robotics. And like that, like just thinking of that, that's kind of exciting to me right there. Uh, it looks pretty cool. Like it, it's a visually striking game. It looks like it's you know, running at 60 frames per second, super smooth. Uh, watching the trailer and everything that looks cool and it moved through really fast like Vince Sampella was up there for like three minutes if that and then they were moving on to the next game so it was a very it was a very good start because we got two trailers we got one short talk uh, and then it was like off to the races except that it wasn't like that was the fastest part of the whole conference and that could have been a that could have been a last minute change too given all the leaks this morning Um, why spend a ton of time when everyone who's interested in this has probably seen it already Mm -hmm. Um, but it's sort of interesting because I think uh, I think Titanfall 2 really stole the show and it really got them i remember making the comment like hey this is going really smooth like everything's mm-hmm. quick like you just mentioned and like i think we're gonna actually have a good show like i yeah. imagine they got some games to show because they're moving like they're really moving and then it like came to a complete and utter stop and then was just a train wreck from pretty much every point after that yep um which is really disappointing because they uh, everything that ea has in their lineup should be the most exciting things of e3 and yet somehow they consistently make conferences that make you just scratch your head and wonder like it's it's just if they're making no games yeah if they're making no games or they're just not very good at making games that and it takes them forever so they just don't have the lineup to warrant one of these conferences every year yeah like it's it's weird that you know last year uh bethesda had a really strong showing and this year from some of the things that have been kind of leaked, talking about, you know, Dishonored 2, that potentially there'll be a Wolfenstein 2 game, some other stuff. Like, it, it yeah. sounds like Bethesda could have another really long, really strong show. And just given the number of games that they release each year, like, EA should kill Bethesda's show. Yeah. Yep. But no. Agreed. Uh, thankfully, this year, there were no mobile games. There uh, were no brief- mobile games. They mentioned... Uh, the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes game, yep. but that was just in the context of greater Star Wars things. They didn't actually dedicate any time to it. Yeah, so that, they, was, right. that was probably the best part of the show is when it was over and I realized that they didn't talk yeah, about the only, the only other mention they made to them was when they said that they've updated their games like 500 times or so. I don't remember what the number was uh, over the last year. Oh, I, I, I probably just tuned that out. I don't know. I, I would was, imagine like that's 90% hard time of that's iOS games. Yeah. Because they update like I, I still have I haven't played Plants vs Zombies two probably since like a week after it came out, mm-hmm. but I will say it updates a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of updates for that game. I just I, I usually update everything, but on my iPhone I've actually gotten to the point where I just like I store up updates because I I just get tired of like downloading <laughs> new updates every single right. day. It's like oh wow yeah I've got forty seven updates I guess I should install those. Um, <laughs> It's it's crazy how much stuff gets updated on there. But anyway, uh, moving on so that we don't dilly dally like EA did. Uh, they had they talked about Madden uh, seventeen. They really uh, showed nothing new. Yeah. Um, I, I can sum I'll, up. I'll Madden let you and, talk about. I was that. Gonna say two sentences for Madden. They already showed the new commentary, which I think is a really good thing for Madden. And they actually spent more time showing Madden sixteen and the E Sports initiative that they have going than they did Madden seventeen, which is actually pretty worrisome. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they didn't show anything really for Madden 17. They showed a quick uh, trailer that looked like any other year's trailer. So um, no news on new features outside of a new commentary team, which they announced a week or two ago. Mm-hmm. 
So, yeah, Madden 17. No news on the Madden front, really. Uh, after that was Mass Effect Andromeda. And uh, they started... Was it, or was it other people watching something over people's shoulders on computers? <laughs> it was watching stuff over people's shoulders. So they yeah. started that segment off by saying, you can find out more this fall. Yeah, that's like, never wait, good. Wait, wait, what? This is E3. This is when we're supposed to find out things. Not be told when we can find out things. So in, in September, October, they're going to run EA Play 2. Or yes. the rebooted version of EA Play. Hey, we realize we kind of missed some stuff on EA Play. Maybe we'll come back in October and try this again. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, so they, they showed another behind-the-scenes kind of trailer like they did a couple of years ago. Uh, it actually showed stuff from the game. There were tiny little snippets of like the, the Mako driving across desert planets. And uh, you saw what... Uh, Assumedly, will be your Normandy-style kind of home base flying around yep. the Andromeda Galaxy, which you know looks like a pretty cool-looking ship. It's more alien-looking. Uh, they they showed some motion capture stuff. They showed a character that looks like it's going to be like an Asari-type character, maybe Asari uh, from the original trilogy. Uh, and I mean, the, the game looks great. It's, it's being made in Frostbite, which that was something it seems like they were making a point to say that about every game. FIFA's in Frostbite. Yeah, um, Madden's one of the only ones, uh, or actually FIFA's the first sports game, but yeah, almost every other game okay. I think is Frostbite. Yeah, so so everything, including Mass Effect now, is in Frostbite. So, I mean, it looks it looks visually very nice. Like, visually yep, it looks agreed. great. Uh, there's just really no content that they showed in that. It just... It, it looked like a thing that stylistically looks kind of like Mass Effect, and that was, that was all. Yeah, we know uh, there was just no as other much, information. We know just as much about Mass Effect Andromeda. We knew just as much about Mass Effect Andromeda yesterday as we do after this press conference, which yeah. is super disappointing. There, there's probably some people that'll pick apart that trailer yeah, sure. and figure out something new. Yeah, but, but EA was not coming out with those details. Yeah, no. And uh, and then that was it. That was all they. Uh, they said about Mass Effect, which if you read my uh, predictions for EA, for E3, it, it was Mass Effect or bust, and this this is bust. Like this, Don't worry, mine was bust too, <laughs> so don't worry. Uh, they did not show a tennis game uh, for the fifth year in a row, so uh, they continue to be a bust, although I still could have given them a decent score had this been a decent conference, but sure. uh, we'll keep oh, going. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so after that, uh, they announced a new kind of charity initiative called Play sure. to Give. Yeah, uh, I like which that. apparently, yeah, they're going to be doing like challenges each week. And they didn't really, they didn't talk too much about it, which I mean, it's good that they didn't, you know, go into too much detail. Uh, but it is not clear how it works uh, because some, there are going to be challenges through each week that will kind of center around, um, you know, playing cooperative cooperatively with other people and stuff like that. There was one that they were talking about centering around like strong female characters. Not really sure how this stuff is going to work, but they said at the end of kind of a challenge period that they donate a million dollars. So I don't know if that's going to be like dependent on people actually meeting these challenges. That's what or... I was wondering. I... I'm like, well, wait a second. Is there zero incentive to get to these challenges? Like, are we just going to get the million bucks regardless if we play this stuff or not? Like, what, yeah. what's the point? So, I mean, it's a good idea. Just they didn't. 
I'm glad they didn't go into too much detail because, again, something like this is not something that you want to go into too much detail with on a video game conference. But at the same time, I really wish we'd got just a little bit more to talk about how the player participates and how the player can help drive money towards these charities because uh, that's that's cool i mean stuff like humble bundle right. is is great um like i always feel good when i can say hey i just gave a lot of money to develop or not a lot of money but i gave money to developers and charities i'm an awesome person uh so anytime that you know playing video games can somehow generate funds for charity that's great i just don't Absolutely. understand at all how this does that yeah, I don't. They were not clear on anything in this conference, including a charitable giving. Uh, I, in fact, we I, I did gloss over their esports initiative. They also were not very clear on how those events are going to work throughout all of their games. Um, although they have tiers for them, I think both of those initiatives are probably big deals for them. Um, from uh, the esports side, they they probably. I mean, they, Peter Moore is kind of the head of that now, so it's a big deal for them. I think they want to get more into that space with Battlefield, Titanfall, FIFA, Madden, um, and those things, and, and get those on the big stages that Jonathan and I don't understand. But between that and their giving, their charitable giving um, kind of program, I don't get it. I didn't understand either of them, nor were they really forthcoming with details on either of them. Mm -hmm. um, it was super vague, corporate speak that basically says we have this as a plan but we're not necessarily sure what we're doing yet yeah it's kind of how it came off to me mm -hmm. which kind of came off their whole conference <laughs> i mean <laughs> that might be the best way to come kind, their conference, kind right? of a corporate speech <laughs> exactly yep. absolutely um, so, so yeah, that was uh, all there really was to that part. Uh, then it moved on to FIFA, which they only showed two sports games. Which, I mean, I guess they've already announced that they're not doing uh, the NBA game this year. Sure. And okay. obviously they, they haven't made a uh, baseball game in forever. But uh, they... a baseball game. They do have a hockey game that you okay. saw on the sizzle reel at the very end. But okay. that game probably doesn't sell enough to warrant to be on stage. Um, gotcha. They did not actually. The the surprise for me is they didn't show uh, a boxing game, um, especially with their uh, passing of Muhammad Ali. I thought they might even tease it, um, and I also thought that we might see a return of their golf franchise, which had a one game last year, um, but did not show back up this year. Because hmm. that uh, was uh, last year's was the first one that was renamed from yeah, Tiger Woods, wasn't it? So yeah, it was, so it was Rory it McIlroy. Okay. Uh, but he's not playing all that well recently, so who knows? They could just go to EA Sports Golf or something. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so they did not – yeah, they showed FIFA and Madden. That was it. Yeah. So, uh, so FIFA, uh, you mentioned that you've been kind of getting into FIFA lately a little bit with uh, EA Access and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How did you feel about – FIFA 17. So uh, they showed off a story mode, which actually got leaked before the press conference as well, um, which I talked to you guys about right before the show started. I thought it looked great. Um, I, I think it sucks that they um, lost all of their trailers before press conference. That that honestly yeah, sucks. The, the two like new things that yeah, they the showed off. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I mean, and that was all they had. So uh, they are adding a story mode that looked almost identical to what we saw in NBA 2K last year, um, which was cool. Uh, this one uh, looked interesting. Looked like you were going to be playing for Manchester United. They brought up uh, some managers of some football teams in England. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and uh, they, yeah, people were not happy about the the manager that they brought up. Um, 
Yeah, the game looks great. It's the first one that looks uh, that's in Frostbite, I should say, and uh, it looks really good. Looks, uh, it'll be interesting though. They've they've done um, sports games have a really hard time going to new engines. They usually use that same engine for a long time, so it'll be interesting to see uh, how they do. But I thought the story mode trailer looked uh, really good, and uh, people are always going to buy FIFA, so sure, um, it's going to be a big game for them. Indeed, I think they actually spent the most time on FIFA. They did, conference. yeah. Yeah, they they spent a lot of time on that. Then they had, yeah, they had, well, they brought out the manager. I don't remember who they brought out, but they had this whole, like, awkward banter for a little bit. It was Why, why do they do that? I don't know. I Even no as a idea. sports fan, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I watch a little uh, Premier League soccer, but I don't watch a ton, so I don't know who that is. But um, uh, it's... Not good, even if I knew who it was. Um, Pele last year was not good. I think they had someone for football two years ago. Like it's never good. They had a ba- they had a basketball player mm-hmm. uh, a couple years ago. Like it's just never good. Don't nope. do that. It doesn't nope. work. Mm-mm. I don't think you sell one extra copy by bringing that person on stage. No. So if not, if anything, you might lose some. <laughs> so yeah that was all for fifa they didn't actually talk they they said a lot of the same things they say every year more control better more dynamic gameplay stuff changes never the same play twice all that kind of same crappy jargon that almost all sports games say mm-hmm. uh but uh, it'll be interesting to see how the frostbite engine looks because fifa is actually a pretty gorgeous game already uh so be cool sure. i'm excited i am actually genuinely excited for that one and i'm excited for storm but i think uh it's a cool endeavor for sports games to do those things. Absolutely, yeah. So from there, uh, EA went on to talk about their new initiative called EA Originals. Yep. Um, so this sounds like the new version of EA Partners, which during the car- during the um, conference, Joel, you and I were talking a little bit about, which right. like EA Partners was kind of a weird thing that it was an initiative to get with, um, you know, third-party uh, developers that didn't want to, that they wanted to retain the rights to their game. Uh, so EA Partners, I want to say, existed more in the time frame that, um, you know, the kind of mid-tier developers were still really big. Right. Uh, so you know, at this point, it, it's basically like AAA. And then various sizes of uh, independent developer, but those those indies are not what kind of that you know double A or triple B or what, whatever you want to call that kind of mid tier developer. That's mostly gone away uh, sure. the last few years. But uh, there were some really odd uh, kind of games that that came out uh, with that, like the um insomniac game uh fuse was one of those games uh the original titanfall was actually one of those games uh brutal legend with double fine was one of those games uh death spank which was the uh ron gilbert um, oh, right. game I that came all about out that game. yeah hothead yeah. developers <clears throat> uh so that was a uh, ea partners which death spank or hothead being like a really small developer uh kingdoms of amalur the 38 38- uh, studios game that was uh, EA Partners game uh, Shank with uh, Clay Entertainment the Invisible Ink and um, uh, Mark of the Ninja guys 
Uh, and actually, Syndicate, the uh, the Starbreeze uh, first-person shooter, was uh, an EA Partners game. So this, in a lot of ways, this really sounds like a new version of that, but branded to be more similar to what um, Microsoft and Sony have been doing with their kind of inclusion of ind- independent developers. Yep, agreed. Uh, but largely, it, it sounds like the same thing that Partners was. Uh, so they only announced one new game with this new whole new like branch of their company uh, and that's Fee uh, which is a, a third person like exploration game that's not really sure what it is uh, the art style and just kind of overall vibe seems to be seems to be very uh, journey-esque uh, but you're hiding from kind of these em- enemies that are coming in and silencing the forest uh, so there's going to be some like stealth mechanics and stuff like that, which hopefully that stuff is not too gamey because this looks like one of those games that you play more for the experience than right. you know, the challenge of it or anything. Right. And a lot of times, I mean, if you're not if you're not Hitman, Metal Gear, or Splinter Cell, like you should generally just stay away from being a stealth game because that Agreed. can yeah. be really bad. Yep. So I'm, I'm a, I was a little worried when they mentioned that there would stealth mechanics in it uh but artistically like it looks pretty it looks really interesting uh they talked about that yeah music's gonna be a big part of this game and that you'll learn to like communicate with the inhabitants of the forest and maybe the forest itself through music i don't know how that's gonna uh manifest itself in terms of gameplay uh they didn't hint at that in any way uh but you know, it could be the next Unravel, and I think that's absolutely what they're hoping for. We got to see a, a guy kind of come out and be nervous as he talked about his game. Uh, so I, I think they're planning on this being their next Unravel, but uh, who knows if it will be or not. It, it's just like last year. Um, I don't know if I was on the podcast last year or not, but this was the most interesting thing they showed, and it mm-hmm. probably cost them like one thousandth of the cost of any of the other games they showed on stage. Yeah. It's just, it's just crazy. They just, uh, yeah, they just seemed a little tone deaf. Um, but this looked cool. Yeah. I thought the weird thing about this game, though, is uh, the entire time we couldn't figure out what exactly the purpose was. And I think this game might get mired down by its own, like, just scope. Um, it looked like it was kind of roguelike, too, to where you're not sure kind of what's in front of you. And it looks like it can change as you go. So I'm really mm-hmm. interested to see what that game ends up being. Um, I don't believe they said that when that game is coming out either because it looks like a huge uh, kind of looks like a huge uh, endeavor to develop that game. So I would imagine we're not yeah. going to see that game anytime soon. I, uh, I agree with you there. I don't know if we're going to see it anytime soon or not. And it does it seems while, while seeming very indie in tone, it seems like uh, in terms of scope, like a really big game. Uh, so, I don't know. Who knows? Nobody does. EA doesn't, for sure. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, after we saw Fee, uh, uh, Jade Raymond uh, came out on stage. We yeah, haven't you seen and her I in, like, kind of a moved. really long time. Yeah, you and I were like, oh my gosh, here we go. Here's it's like, she's going to save the show. Oh my god, yes. thank god. Yeah. And then, no, she she didn't. I mean, she um, was... She, she she was fine. They pumped up. She's like, "Hey, look, here's our current Star Wars lineup, and here's what the future is." And you're like, "Oh my gosh, this is gonna be it. This is the this is the moment of the press conference yep. we expected. Where it's just gonna be like twelve Star Wars trailers yeah. in a row, and no, right. or at least got, one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at this point, we would have taken one. 
<laughs> we just got another behind the scenes uh, thing, very similar to the Mass Effect one, and like this thing was super highly produced. Like they, at one point in the the trailer, they show uh, people doing motion capture for like lightsaber fights, and at one point they went in and digitized lightsabers on these people's kind of wooden sticks that they're using to practice with. And, like, R2-D2 and BBH show up in this guy's office as he's drawing, and at one point we're looking outside on, like, a cityscape, and, like, a uh, Star Destroyer is going over the city. So, like, they they took a lot of time, and they spent a lot of money to make this this trailer very highly produced. Yeah. And they didn't talk about anything. So we, we've got a new Battlefront uh, coming out next year. So 2017. And uh, all they really talked about was that they had listened to what people want. And that they didn't say, you know, this one will have a single player. They didn't say anything. It's just there's another one coming out next year. Uh, and then Visceral. The, the people that we know have been making a Star Wars game since the whole like Disney acquired Lucas Arts and EA was gonna start making Star Wars games for w- whenever that was. We've known that this game has been in the works. This game is supposedly not coming out until two thousand. Uh, excuse me, until two thousand eighteen. Right. We yeah, didn't see anything. We saw one early one alpha footage yeah. where it was like this guy walked out of a door and it was a very like most Eisley uh, kind of. Uh, scene, and that was it. Yep. Uh, we saw some footage of games that we already know exist. Uh, this is where the Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes clip showed up. We saw some stuff about Star Wars The Old Republic, which came out in 2011. Yep. And uh, and yeah, they, they just talked about how much they love Star Wars and how passionate they are about Star Wars and how this is so great that they get to bring Star Wars to life for the fans. And it was... It, I don't... Like, it was just bad. It was. It was. And I think... So I, I think the best way to encapsulate what they showed was, like, after they got done with the Star Wars thing, someone came back up on stage and said, Hey, what'd you think? And the L.A. audience was quiet. I think we heard, like, one person woo at that point. And it was just like, oh well, the, man! You know, there, there were like twelve people clapping. That's right, yeah. And and then they announced Battlefield One. Oh, that's right, that was and the word. That's when one person wooed. <laughs> it was just like they they have to know that people were expecting something, yeah, uh, for this press conference. And you know, this is one of those games where I don't think you have to worry about over um, hyping, unless they're really worried it's going to miss 2018. Then maybe well, that's why they didn't show something. Sure. But I think this would have been an okay game to show three times in a press conference. Oh well, uh, yeah, and I mean, think to a couple of years ago, it was well, it was the uh, the the first really terrible EA conference two years ago when it was yeah. mostly just um, behind the scenes stuff. They ended with that Battlefront trailer where it was snow. Like, we didn't see yeah. anything until, like, an AT-AT's foot landed That's in the ground, right. yep. and then we saw the Battlefield logo. That was it. We didn't even get that. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. We did not. In fact, they didn't show us anything of Battlefront 2 either, and that game comes out next year. Although, yeah. I'm sure they don't want to, um, what's it called? They don't want to 
go over the Battlefront stuff that's going on right now because I think they still have DLC until the end of the year. So yeah, well, I mean, they've got they've got more Battlefront stuff, and I also I don't think that they want to encroach on Battlefield's space sure. either. Exactly, good because point. while those games are thematically different uh, or you know universe different, otherwise they kind of overlap in a, a lot of different ways. Uh, so I, I think they want to give both of those games their space. Yep. But uh, but yeah, I mean, we could have at least seen logos for something. Like, give us a name for the. Yeah, we don't even game. know what those, that that game is going to be called yet. Uh, we literally saw people talk about the game and saw stuff over their shoulder and that one clip of that game. Several pieces of concept art. Yep. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> So, uh, yeah, it was. <laughs> and then they talked about Battlefield 1. And, and both that of us was tuned out. <laughs> that was so weird because they start off with a trailer that was really short. Yep. It was, you know, like 15 seconds long. You see these people are in a tank, and one guy's yelling at another guy that he's going to get us killed. And there's like this dove flying around in the tank, and this guy fires a gun, and. The gun is near somebody else's head, so now that guy's ears are ringing, and then it just kind of cuts out. It's like, that's just a short taste of the trailer that we'll show you in a few minutes. Like, wait, you just showed us a trailer for a trailer? Like, it's one thing thing when you show a teaser for a trailer, and that other trailer's coming out in weeks. But when you're literally going to show us more of it in, like, five minutes... That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> no, not at all. I don't know what they were thinking. It was like, hey, uh, yeah, here's a little clip, and uh, we'll be back with another clip here in five minutes because we're going to talk a little bit more about Battlefield 1. Yep. And so, uh, a lot of words. Yeah, a lot of words. Um, they went to a cutoff or a cutaway, and we oh, saw God, Zach yeah. Efron and Jamie Foxx just kind of standing there. And they were like, you guys excited? Yeah, yeah, we're excited. Okay. Uh, I think they fist bumped, and uh, then they went back, and it's like, I, okay. I will say that, uh, you know, I've, I've kept an eye on Twitter the entire time, um, but the uh, the word on the street is the, the during now the multiplayer session where Zac Efron and Jamie Foxx are now playing Battlefield 1, there is a strong smell of uh, weed in the conference hall that they're playing in, so <laughs> that could have been why that interaction was even odder than... Uh, most celebrity uh, interactions are. Well, there, there's one from um, actually, I don't, I don't know who Ryan is. He's friends with somebody on the the site. Are you I watch it. Talking about Snoop Dogg. Uh, no, just uh, I got named Ryan that we've talked to or yeah. stuck with on uh, on Twitter quite a yep. bit in history with uh, Dark Station, but, uh, he, he had a post a few minutes ago, just, I want an entire live stream of stoned Jamie Foxx. <laughs> well, it's actually funny because he just retweeted a picture of, uh, uh Snoop Dogg literally smoking a blunt playing Battlefield 1. <laughs> so, yeah, he is. <laughs> so maybe we'll include that in the show notes for those Absolutely. that have not seen that, but uh, that might be the highlight of the EA. That, that <laughs> is indeed. That is that is fantastic. Um, so after that, they talked about battlefields and how every time the battlefield is going to be the same or going to be different. It's not going to be the same. Uh, but from what he explained, it sounds like the only difference is weather. Yeah, really. Yeah, that's all. Um, I-, I mean, things get destroyed like they always do in battlefield yeah, games, it, yep. but it—I I don't know. Uh, looks like you're going to be able to like 
drive trains in the game and possibly drive zeppelins too. I was gonna say I think zeppelins are part of it too. Which that could be kind of cool. Like zeppelins are zeppelin, cool, but they're kind of slow. There's not a whole yeah. lot in a zeppelin. I feel like you're just bound to get killed. Yeah, I guess I, I don't know. Maybe you just have you can switch between the turrets on it or something yeah. like that. Then and, again, me and anything that goes in the air in a battlefield game is pretty mm. much just me waiting to die. Sure. I'm not very good uh, at taking stuff in the air and. I'm not very good at Battlefield, period. Uh, I am excited for... I don't know why... Is there a single player in this game? Did they say that? I don't know. They remember. did not say. I mean, there, there hasn't not been a single player really want roll, in Battlefield in a player. while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's I think what, Battlefield 1942, Battlefield 1943, and Battlefield 2, I think we're all single player lists, but I think all the other ones have been. Sure. Like, since, ba uh, since Bad Company... Uh, I think they've been pretty strong, or not strong necessarily, but they've included single player. Right. So, especially with the backlash that they got with Battlefront, I can't really see them not having a, a single player of some sort. Yeah, I guess the one thing to remember about Battlefield is the last one did not launch very well. And neither of the last two launched. Very That's a good well. point. Good point. So, a lot of pressure on this one. Indeed. Actually, the last three, uh, Hardline 4 and 3, n none of those <laughs> launched well. Good point. I forgot about Hardline. <laughs> I think everybody else did too. Yeah. Um, but, it looks pretty, uh, though. I, I think Battlefield 1 looks like a pretty Battlefield game. It does look very, very pretty. Um, I've absolutely. had to stream up a little bit. Uh, they're doing their 64-player multiplayer in it. I mean, it looks like a Battlefield game just set in World War One. so. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. And, uh, and then that was the show. That was it. They did a quick teaser or a sizzle reel, and they were out. Mm-hmm. You, you know, it's funny. They uh, did not have a conference directly after them this year, but they were they had a hard 60-minute out. They did. Even though they started Which, a few minutes late, they had 60 minutes, and they were done. I, I don't know if that's just what they rented that space for or what. <laughs> no, because they're using that whole entire space for their EA Play for the next three days. Oh. So that's where you get to try all their three games or four games that they have to show. Huh. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I mean, honestly, they had nothing to show, so that, an hour yeah, makes yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah. They probably, honestly, had a hard time filling an hour. Which, again, just seems <laughs> yeah, crazy. It, yeah, it does. And yet yeah. next year we'll be surprised once again. <laughs> yeah. It's always the conference, though, that I think is going to be the one that's surprised. They can do it. They yeah. can do it this year. Exactly. <laughs> like, and this, if there was ever a year for them to uh, fix things up, it was this year. It's their own conference, their own day, their own time, their own place, and it was still really bad. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And I, th I think that's why, even though I, it's not necessarily the worst, it's it's the worst. Yeah, I think it is. I do. I, I really hope... Uh, the, this is the bottom and it just gets way better from here for the rest of the E3 conferences because I'm, I'm still really excited for everything. I just hate that this started like this. Yeah, me too. Because I was, I mean, uh, to once again reiterate, like we were like, all right, this is going to be good. Like, all right, the E3 week is starting and it's just like 10 minutes in and you're just, oh man, this is not good. Yep. That yeah. was not good. At yeah. all. It was real, real bad. <laughs> yeah. 
And now I'm watching uh, Zach Efron play Battlefield 1. What has my life come to? I'm done. Uh, I'm, I'm just out. watching this gif of Snoop Dogg. <laughs> over and over? <laughs> over and over. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, but yeah, so that was the show. And uh, it told you we'd be more efficient than them. Yep. 30, 35 minutes, something like that. Right. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for uh, listening to us ramble about EA's show. We will be back after after, after uh, the Bethesda conference, and we'll be back after the Microsoft conference. We may be back after the PC conference. I can't guarantee that because, uh, I don't know, it in some ways, there's no way it could be worse than this one, but at the same time, last year's PC conference, yeah, we may not talk about that one. It, uh, yeah, it fits I'm not that sure. Bad. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Uh, but we'll definitely be back for Ubisoft and uh, Sony as well. So stay tuned for our after E3 conference recaps. We will be back with more of those. And, uh, yeah, thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you, Joel, for joining me. And uh, have a good one. It's going to get better from here, guys. <laughs> <laughs>